Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to our new episode of SCNS Live, the super cool nerd show. Thank you for joining us for another week of nerdetry, pop culture news, and probably going to be some hurt feelings on this show tonight. I'm just letting y'all know. Anyway, <laughs> thank y'all for joining us out there in the super cool nerd nation. I am Jason the X, but my friend's here to the bottom corner over here. That's Cass, and I only went to her because I'm pointing that way. <laughs> Good evening, here, everyone. There is Ricardo. Yo, what up, baby? And down there in the basement, there's Cora. She's multitasking. She's literally cooking while we're doing this. It's not that kind of show. But I wanted to make brownies. Everybody loves brownies. And look, I I, brownies. I'm even using the good cocoa powder. Anyway. (laughs) How much of it? Okay. I'm I'm so jealous. You know, I. Hey, wait a minute. Hold up, hold up. I had a birthday. What were my brownies? Damn. I mean, I can definitely make you some tomorrow, and then you can come pick up fresh, warm brownies. You know, wait, other, other Jason, people... you got bomb-ass com- uh, cupcakes. Uh, yeah, those, those cupcakes yeah. were the bomb. Yeah, you got the good cupcakes. I don't want to hear that. And, and Nir got me a full set of those new Ghostbuster figures, which I didn't expect that. That's awesome. And they're actually not too bad. But you know, Did you eat them? Did I eat the Ghostbusters? Cupcakes? No, the Ghostbuster figures. Did no, you eat them? No. Oh yeah, did you eat them? No, I cannot eat plastic toys. No, you eat the Ghostbusters and then display the cupcakes, right? On your shelf. Yeah. You're I mean, that makes sense me to me. So angry. Yeah. I actually put up some more shelves in here, so I don't know how y'all are gonna feel about that when you finally come back to the studio. But there'll be more room for D and D. Hey. Are you sure with all those new shelving? They're on the wall. It's not on the floor. What do you want? Perfection. I'm, and everyone is going to have a mic for D&D too. So that's going to be great. Ooh. You know, it's an upgrade. So anyway. My character um, appreciates that. Yeah, I was talking I was, I was talking <laughs> to one of our uh, clan mates. But anyway, um, it's been, um, I don't know. Uh, I'll start out what huh? I've been doing for the week. I bought, I finished Assassin's oh. Creed Origins. Finally. I'm just going. Back hey, do you like it? I loved it actually. I'm going back through and just you know murdering you know as you do. That's what you do Getting if you want to represent it. If you want to platinum. Also for retro, I bought Streets of Rage Four. A friend of the show, Tech Force, hipped me to this game, and it's it's an old school Genesis game, and it's really good. I might stream a little bit of it. I'm, um, I, I streamed a little bit on our Twitch channel uh, of Assassin's Creed Origins, just going through. Killing things and having a good time. So, you know, it's a good game. Rick, what have you been doing with yourself this week? I've been actually uh, changing up my workout a little bit. I've been riding my bike, and I've started hitting the uh, punching bag. I saw that. uh, Taking out my aggression uh, on that, so um, on my pent-up anger and everything. I also picked up uh, the new um, Hunger Games prequel when it's basically... How snow the the thing is though, like nobody knew this came out. And I'm like, guys, they announced it last year, but I guess the darkness has just completely erased everyone's memories. So I've been doing that and um working. So cool. reading and working out. Because need to lose this run weight. Cass, you? Uh you want to talk about uh progress on games. I uh I rescued all the grubs and I awoke the dream nail in Hollow Knight. I'm very excited about that. Uh, I have, I think, 37 of the 40 charms in the game. And I started in on the White Palace, which is literally my nightmare. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Okay, what game is this? Hollow Knight. What I'm not understanding is Red Dead Redemption 2 was free on Xbox. 
and I'm not hearing anything about that. Are you not playing Red Dead? I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, I, I am going to play Red Dead, and I, I'm excited about Red Dead. You live but Red Dead. You don't play it. You live it. Like, Hollow Knight is where I am right now, okay. Okay. and I don't see myself exiting the train anytime soon until I, I'm trying to, I don't know what the platinum version of Xbox is. I'm trying to 100% it. Cool. Hey, I'm very cool. excited. What about you? What you been up to this week? Well, of course, I've been playing lots of Final Fantasy XIV. Um, they actually released an event, and they do this every time before a new patch drops. So this tells me that the new patch will be dropping pretty soon, um, where they have things called irregular Moogle tones. And essentially, this is their way to help newbies get people to actually run dungeons with them, because you can only get them through lower-level dungeons, and you can trade them in for cool things like mounts and items. You can get faster mount speeds in areas as well. Um, they always change up what mounts they have. And currently they have some that you can only get from doing savage raids. So uh, I'm going to be farming those a lot this weekend because I don't want to do savage raids. I uh, enjoy having sanity. Cool. All right. <laughs> That's my... It's mostly what I've been doing. Keeping keeping busy while we deal with the creeping darkness. And I won't say what the proper name is because YouTube don't like that. So anyway. What have you been up to, Jason? I just said what I've been up to. Playing video games and uh, cleaning the garage, which is there fun. There you go. It's fun. Anyway, so let's go ahead and kick this thing off with some super cool nerd news. All right, we start Super Cool Nerd News off, and unfortunately, it will start with a sad note. Um, this Sunday, uh, WWE wrestler Shad Gaspard was, uh, unfortunately, he passed away due to riptide currents in California. Uh, his last actions were ensuring that his 10-year-old son was rescued by the lifeguard that was responding. Uh, Shad Gaspar was not just a wrestler. He also uh, was a comic book creator, his comic Assassin and Son, which uh, was announced in September. Uh, he was teaming with this with um, Mr. Uh, his name is um, Mark Kabani, but you knew him as Muhammad Hassan in the WWE. They were writing a comic book. He also has done a lot of acting. Uh, and he's also done a lot of mocap work as he was the body and mocap actor for Kratos in God of War. Um, he is survived by his wife and through his actions, his son. Uh, Shad Gaspard actually was not just a wrestler. This man was a literal hero. Uh, he actually stopped an armed robbery at a gas station in Florida, unarmed, uh, back in 2016. They, uh, he was on the road with his tag team partner. They went inside to get a drink and, uh, a man approached him and, uh, they pulled a gun on him. Uh, but he pushed the man halfway across the store, I assume, and took his gun. Um, so yeah, he wasn't just a wrestler. This man did a lot of things and he's very talented, very creative. The outpouring of love that I've seen from, uh, people in his community of all the things they've said about him has been uh, very heartfelt. He was 39 years old, far too young to pass on the way he did, and he will be missed. So I know you yeah. watched uh, a lot of WWE uh, with uh, Crime Time, Ricardo. Yeah. I, uh, I just remember there was a thing that were in London one time, and it was back when he was, it was him, it was Shad and JTG, and I mean, they were Crime Time, mm -hmm. and they were, they had tickets to Raw, and Shawn Michaels and Triple H were trying to get into Raw, and <laughs> Triple H was trying to talk to him, and Shad and JTT were like, what? And then HBK's like, wait, wait, I speak jive. And they start, like, talking to each other, and then they like, oh, wait, wait, same time, same time? And then, like, they trade tickets and money at the same time. It was, uh, but no, I mean, Shad and, I mean, Crime Time together, him and JTG were an awesome tag team. Um, but you're right. You know, he was much more than just a wrestler. And yeah, it's a very good acting chops. Of course, being a wrestler and character, he, um, it's certainly a shame. And I, 
he'll he'll be missed. Uh, I've seen some clips of him when he was out in the Independence and stuff, and just making the fans laugh and make sure they had a good time. And I've seen all the WWE wrestlers that wrestled with him or were his friend, uh, or even wrestlers that he didn't wrestle with necessarily. Like uh, Sonya Deville posted a picture of Crown Time and Mandy Rose and and herself with, and they're just looked like they're having a ton of fun and. Um, you know, I I am very sad that he's that he's gone, but at the same time, his last actions were that. I was actually surprised at how much he uh, had actually done. He was in Harley Quinn on Birds of Prey. Um, yeah. So, and I, I knew some. I, I followed some stunt workers from that movie, and they just they had nothing but good things to say about him. It's this is a tragedy, and uh, he'll be missed. I can't talk about it much more because it was. It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty hard to read, especially his final acts. Uh, truly a man to be admired and remembered. So, Rest in peace, Shad. We're going to miss you, man. All right. So, Rick, please give us what was probably the biggest news that just dropped. Okay. So, yesterday there was a virtual screening of Man of Steel with Zack Snyder doing a Q&A afterwards. And it was during this Q&A that he dropped a bombshell. In 2021, HBO Max will debut the Zack Snyder Justice League cut. That is right after three long years of asking for this film. Of people doing hashtag release the Snyder cut after Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, Ben Affleck, all the other actors. They're all like, release the Snyder cut. It's finally happening. It is coming to HBO Max on 2021. No real set date other than the year. And they're not quite sure how they're going to release it yet. It's either going to be a four-hour cut or six chapters. So, um, yeah, that's a thing. I'm super excited about it. Uh, to finish, to completely finish the film, they're bringing back... Uh, People that worked on the original film, they're bringing back uh, composers for it. They're finishing up some uh, post-production effects, and it's going to cost anywhere between 20 to $30 million. They're bringing back some of the actors to re-record dialogue. They're not shooting new scenes. They're just re-recording dialogue for it. So, um, yeah, I'm super stoked for this. And I know there's some people out there that are not very happy about this, and they're like, oh, you don't deserve it. This is not well, you know what? Got two words for you. Suck it. I uh Cass, you want to put in any positive thoughts or you want me to you wanna you do you want a Oreo cookie the end of this with a good thing? It's up to you. Okay. I could care less. I honestly <laughs> the campaign for release of the Snyder Cut has been far one of the most annoying things that I've ever had to experience for people asking for something that technically does not exist. And DC Kauta, you know, just, okay, sure. We'll go ahead and release that after we actually make it. Um, they're going to waste a lot of time and money on this when there's so much more they could be doing. And essentially they're asking for a do over, which whatever now granted i saw a couple things that piqued my interest a little bit uh hearing that only about a quarter of what we saw in justice league was Zack snyder who's not a great director by me by any means but a quarter of what we saw was what he wanted okay i'm a little more interested and i guess um but now they want to make this super long move this movie or tv series just move on. Move on with your life. Please. Give me another movie. Give me Shazam. You are getting another movie. They're not halting production on anything in order to do this. That That's just not happening. They're not, not moving on. Uh, I'm excited for this. Mostly because of uh, Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman was a bad movie. And then we watched, I think Ricardo, I think we watched it. Uh, we watched the Snyder, essentially the Snyder cut of Batman versus Superman. Yeah. And it was a good movie. 
it was well planned out. There were a lot, there was a lot of interesting character development and things that didn't make sense in the story made sense due to the scenes that Snyder included in that cut, which was the extended cut, essentially the director's cut of the movie. The potential to have that kind of improvement brought to this movie is very, very exciting to me, especially when you consider the fact that uh, the people involved believe in that version of the movie. I trust the actors. I trust the people that worked on the production to understand the differences that were made and to understand what happened in between the Snyder version of the movie and the Whedon version of the movie. Um, There were some obvious tonal shifts in the movie due to Joss Whedon coming on board and him having a completely different style than Zack Snyder. And while Zack Snyder's, uh, his style is very dramatic, I think that works for Justice League. And I don't think the flippant style of Joss Whedon, I don't think it worked very well. So I'm very excited about this. The other thing though, while it is technically the movie is Zack Snyder's Justice League movie for it's, more Joss Whedon, and that's not really, it wasn't his vision for it. It wasn't what he had in mind for a Justice League movie. And now we're getting his artistic direction for that movie. He's getting to be able to, like, hey, this is my actual baby. And he's getting a chance to finally show it to the world. And I'm very excited about this. I'm I'm with Cass on this. Um, I kind of understand WB kind of trying to stand their ground and say, hey, no. This is the movie we wanted to put out the the Joss Whedon cut, um, and I and I I'll, I'll give them props. You know they they tried standing their ground. They're like no this because honestly though when if companies listen too much to the fans you get stuff like season six through fifteen of Supernatural. Well, I would it, be very nervous if uh, fans got to vote on what happens in this cut of Justice League. I would be very nervous if fans got to decide what happens in this cut of Justice League. I would be very nervous if decided who was, if they, if fans recast Wonder Woman. That that's not what happened. What happened is the director wanted to do something, and the director is king in movies. Yeah, at least should be. <laughs> I'm all for it. I already have HBO Max pre-ordered. Um, I'm excited for it. I cannot wait for 2021. It's going to be great. And we're all going to watch it at some point. And in the end, yes, you know you are, Jason. I'm not going back. No. That's this fair. Is, you don't have to. I haven't watched okay. That, okay. that version of Batman v Superman. I'm like, no. You, you, you already you had your shot. <laughs> No one's making you engage. You don't have to watch anything. I'm not. I'm, I, I, I've, I've already been there. Move okay. on. So Cool. But yeah, so that was the big news of the week for fans being happy and whatnot. But uh, I, I, I will also- say one thing about it. I will say one, one thing about it, though, that I did not like about this whole thing, that it did get toxic. I will, I yep. will, I will say that, that the release of Cyrus Cut the fans did get toxic. I will, I will, I will say that. Like I will admit that I personally didn't. I was like, we have this cut. Awesome. I hope they release it. But I wasn't on Twitter. I wasn't on, on the nets just saying, Hey, do this or die or whatever. You know, the fans that were toxic, you know what? Shame on you for, for I, I being. Think... So I'll, I'll, I will give you that, that this did turn toxic for a while. That plays a lot into how I feel about it too. It's like, like it's a, the ten percent rule, right? Like I, I am, I am, <laughs> I have not had the, you know, like you ever seen a kid throwing a fit in a store, and the parents are just sitting there letting it happen. <laughs> that's that's how I felt with. It's uh, the ten percent rule, Jason. And you just you hate ten percent of people for are. Let- assholes those people are almost always going to be the most vocal did you know 89 percent of people don't think that we should be forcing the country to open yeah 
No, it's ten percent of people are the worst. Yeah, but those, those are the only ones you, you don't get your damn candy. Now get up off the floor before I start spanking you in this store. Get up. Exactly. Like, Please like, do not. Yeah, like I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to be roped in with those people. I don't want to be uh, put in a group with the people that were like, if you don't give us the Snyder cut, then we're boycotting all movies like that. No, that's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but I'm glad that I'm like I'm glad that it happened. But I'm not going to be the one yelling at a McDonald's employee because they don't have any more Szechuan sauce. Okay, I'm not oh, that guy. God. Hey, that Szechuan sauce was important. I step up not, not for the not, not for that. That was so unnecessary. And very, very cringe. <laughs> it was so bad. All right. Well, let's move on because we, we, we can have a bigger discussion because I can talk about all the reasons I, I can. Do you want to talk about other Batman news, my dude? Well, uh, before that's more television. I did want to talk about a, a trailer that is dropping that I'm actually excited for. You want to talk about cringe, though? Uh, okay. okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So, um, we got our first trailer for the new Christopher Nolan movie, starring uh, oh, what is what is his first name? John David Washington. Yes, I think it's his name. Yes, John David Washington. I'm so excited. Christopher Nolan movie finally has a black character. I'm super excited. It's going to be so good. We saw the first trailer during the Rise of Skywalker, oh. and we're going to see the second trailer on Fortnite. Fortnite <laughs> is doing an event. They're doing one of their party, what is, what is it called? Party Royale mode. And that is where they are releasing the second trailer of Tenet. It, it did get on released. Fortnite. That it premiered on Fortnite. Fortunately, it's already on YouTube, so you don't have to watch it there. But yes, it premiered at eight o'clock Eastern, I believe, in Party Royale mode. Fortnite. What the hell? I can't believe I'm alive right now. I can't believe <laughs> this is happening. Would you prefer for it to be an Overwatch? Yes. Overwatch doesn't have any kind of. Overwatch is a good game. We need to do this. Overwatch has some pride still left in the game. <laughs> they wouldn't do this. Fortnite. Also, like releasing a trailer in an MMO of any kind or any kind of like online game or whatever is completely unnecessary and alienates like a crap ton of the audience that would actually want to see it. Like, I'm like, so tired. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, like I said, it, it premiered on Fortnite, but it's already on YouTube. And it looks so, like, really you good. You don't, you don't, okay, I, haven't, so, I haven't been able to watch it, but I, I'm excited for John David Washington. Cause it's, I mean, I'm going to, he's I'm gonna, so good. I know it's like, I'm getting, cause Denzel is, let's face it. He's getting on in his years. He's going to, stop doing all the cool he's gonna stop eventually so it seems like we're just getting more of a washington and i'm happy with that for some reason although honestly i don't think denzel could have pulled off uh black klansman i really yeah. don't no, no, and I'm john not, david no, washington I, absolutely I, nailed that role so confused like that i'm just they are two totally different actors okay they yeah. are two very uh, good actors uh, okay, I I am gonna compare this dropping during a battle royale thing for Fortnite, like kind of like debuting a trailer during the Super Bowl, because I think about it, it's an it's an esports thing, and eventually that's where it's gonna go. This okay, this could but... be this could be the beginning of something that's that it's gonna happen more in the future. And I get it, you know, it was it's Fortnite, like the hell. But okay, I will say this. Most Christopher Nolan movies are PG-13, and most people that watch the Super Bowl are over 13. That's not true in Fortnite. So most of these people can't watch this movie because they're like six years old. I get that, but think about it, though. It's like, okay, cool. You know what? Maybe Fortnite was the one saying, hey, we'll take a chance on doing this, and they're the first ones to do it. Okay, I, I, I understand that. You realize that there are Super Bowls of esports, right? I get that. Yes, like I know that. People gathering saying, and watching esports. Yes, I, I know that. But I'm saying this is the first one to actually debut a trailer. And 
Maybe the other ones were like, no, we don't want to do that. But I was like, hey, guess what? I, I mean, I'm, I'm just ballparking it here. Like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe people signed up for Fortnite to watch this. I, I doubt it, but you never know. I don't have a problem with mainstream culture making its way into video game culture, uh, even into an MMO like that. I have a problem with it being Fortnite because I hate Fortnite. It's just <laughs> me being petty. This has nothing to do with my respect for esports or for video game culture. This has to do with the fact that I don't like Fortnite. It's the future, and Fortnite was the first one to do it. <laughs> you know, uh, confession, I've actually been playing a lot of Fortnite, but mainly because... Is it with your child? No, 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 um, that, and also to creep into rooms that he's in and kill him. <laughs> See, but you're still playing you with, with your son. Sniping your kid. Oh, <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> under a Bravo, under, Jason, under a different Bravo. profile name I too. <laughs> I can't even be mad. I'm just flabbergasted. I, I, I can't. I, I, I good use of that word. Yeah, under Thank a different you. profile name too. It's fun. I can't believe you've been stream sniping your child. Oh my god, I love this. I love every bit. Is when I get him. And I can hear him scream from the living room. <laughs> and then I just, I leave the lobby. So, cause I don't want him to come back here and like catch me and be like, are you playing Fortnite? Crap. <laughs> I'm caught. Anyway, <laughs> this is how I have fun during quarantine. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. This, this is the 2020 version of a ding dong ditch. I feel like. <laughs> I have more movie news. Hold on. Uh, hang on a sec. Cor, you got some movie news for us, too. Go oh, ahead. yeah, she does. I do not have movie news. What about the oh. one that's on Hulu? That is not a movie. It's not? No, it's a series. Okay, then. Ricardo, what's the movie? <laughs> did you get Parasite mixed up again? No. Was, <laughs> I think uh, you did. I'll get to, we'll get to that. Anyway. Okay, so I'm actually very excited about this because this was released yesterday. So... Game of Thrones alumna, alums, uh, Jason Momoa and Peter Dinklage are teaming up for a movie. No, it's not twins, though I'm still waiting for that remake. Um, Legendary Studios yesterday closed a deal with director Max Barbacow uh, to direct a film called Good, Bad, and Undead. The premise of this film is that Peter Dinklage will play Ben Helsing, Last in a long line of vampire hunters, and he develops an uneasy relationship partnership, sorry, partnership with the vampire who's played by Jason Momoa, who has taken a vow to never kill again. Together they run a scam from town to town where Van Helsing pretends to vanquish the vampire for money. But when a massive bounty is put on the vampire's head, everything in this dangerous world full of monsters and magic is now after them. Uh, the intent is a midnight run in a Braum Stoker world. So I'm super excited for this because it is Peter Dinklage and Jason Momoa and those two together is gold. Okay, so I just got one thing to say. Okay. I was already attracted to Jason Momoa in an unhealthy fashion and I didn't need my vampire addiction to also be mixed with Jason Momoa because now I'm not going to be able to control myself. <laughs> so, so I don't know if y'all have been pay paying attention to uh, the Twilight News. Okay. So no. turns out, turns out, Stephanie Meyer had a problem with vampires of color. She only wanted people of color <laughs> to play bad guy vampires. What the so I'm really excited. As another middle finger to Stephanie Meyer, that Jason right. Momoa is a vampire of color. Oh my god. Can you imagine being that blatantly racist? Like, so for those she was like they have pale skin. You're like, that. So for those that don't know, Max Barbacow recently uh, directed a film with Annie Sandberg and Kristen uh, Milioti called Palm Strings, Palm Springs, yeah. which set the Sundance Film Festival acquisition record of $22 million uh, deal by Neon and Hulu back in January. 
So he's coming off something big. Uh, I really don't know much about him, but I mean, it's Dinklage and it's Momoa. I'm I'm all in. Like when you first sent this picture, I was like, "What's up with this? Uh, why is uh, the dude and Dinklage on a couch together?" And I was like, "Oh, that's, <gasps> that's what I thought too." Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and uh, keep running with some television news. Uh, Hannah, what you got? Core, sorry. Oh, all right. Uh, I will start with anime streaming news because I just wanted to show things off. So back in the early 2000s, there was a show that ran in America on WD, WD, WB called Cardcaptor Sakura. Yeah, it comes from, and Netflix has announced that starting on June 1st, we will finally get or they will finally be streaming Card Capture Sakura in all of its glory. Now, the thing to keep in mind is I don't know, or we are not aware if it's going to have the sub currently, however, they have made it painfully clear they will at least have the anime. Animax dub. So not the not the dick dub that came out originally, which was very awkward and bad. The name of the company was DIC. It was Dick. I think their like thing was like Deek. I'm like, no, that's yeah, Dick. They say, they say Dick. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, no, that's Dick. Um, but Maybe it is the clarification. <laughs> but um, it will at least have the Animax dub on Netflix. Um, they may have the subtitle or the subversion of the original Japanese voices either later or it'll probably be part of the release as well. I mean, they did that with they do that with 90% of their anime anyways, so I don't see why not. But if you need an anime that's just really cute, really fun, and is all around just a good pick-me-up, this is definitely one to do it. You have your main character, Sakura. She's a middle schooler who is the most adorable child. I love her so much. Um, basically, she has to find the cloud cards and return them to their card state. She kind of lets her best friend know about this, and her best friend's immediate reaction is, we're turning you into a magical girl. And she films her doing all of these things and makes her like these frilly, the frilly adorable dresses that are known in the show and kind of like makes her wear them while she does her, her stuff. And it's, it's so cute and really wholesome. Um, it's another um, creation by clamp. So if you're used to anything by clamp, you know exactly what you're getting into as far as their cutesy kid stuff. So apparently Ricardo's a fan of this show too, right? I loved this show as a kid on the 90s. Like, this was like one of my introductions to other anime other than Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z. Um, I wonder if Shazam got some inspiration from this because uh, as soon as uh, Billy gets his powers, Jack Dylan Grazier dresses him up and films him doing all these things. So I'm wondering if Shazam got a little bit of their inspiration from this show. It's possible. It's Maybe. probably more. It's probably more likely just a coincidence because I think card. I think card capture Sakura, Sakura came out after Shazam, but also this the company that made card capture Sakura Clamp, um, they did start off their business basically by doing doujinshi, which are fan comics. Okay. So, I mean, maybe. maybe I don't remember all of their fan comics, and there are some that should never see the light of day, but. No. True. Oh no, it's true, and we're not going to get into that. <laughs> that's that's another show. Well, since you want to bring up anime news, I actually have some anime news as well. So Ooh. do I. Classic one. Whoa. Uh, yeah. So, um, Core, you like Gundam, right? Oh, of course. You know, and there, there are, there's always a chance for properties to tie in with products. You know, for sale. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Um, so, I can't believe I'm reading this. Um, a company um, called King Oscar Sardines is teaming with Gundam, and they're going to put Gundam character Char as Naval's face on sardine cans. This item has sold out and was the number one selling item 
on Amazon Japan this week. It will, hold on, I, I, I didn't put my picture up. Hang on. It will not be resold. Please look at that picture. King Oscar oh. Sardines. There is char on the packaging. And just to put the icing on this sardine cake, these I, are chardines. No, 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 no. It was bad enough. <laughs> they put Char's face on fucking sardines. Oh, there goes our one. Sorry. So um, there, there is a 30 no. second commercial, by the way, which I will link to in our description below. Yes, Lord. Yes, go watch this. Um, I honestly, and the reason I, oh, also, if you didn't buy them on Amazon Japan, unfortunately, they will not be restocking the chardines as they are. So. I kind of want to try to find one. That is the most unique collectible. They put Char from Gundam on the side of sardines. And not even like a new Gundam series, the classic Gundam series. I so mean, I this, guess this old is, people are the only ones that are going to eat sardines anyway. Apparently there's still a, there's people that are like, yeah, I'll eat that. So if yeah. you could, would you get a package of this? No, yeah, probably. I would get it just just to just to have it in my hands and look at it. Yes. Uh, I don't know what any of you people are talking about, so <laughs> probably not. I guess it boils down to: Would you eat sardines? Yeah. No. There we go. <laughs> All right. If it was salmon. So, Cass, you said you had some I'll anime news. Right go ahead. I'll stop. Yes. Four jokes. And my very shot. important anime news is that I started watching Avatar: The Last Airbender. <laughs> Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, Kat and I started it. We're like five or six episodes in. We got to the very handsome Earthbender. That's how far we are. That's my anime news. Okay, Netflix, Cora, if you have not binged this, get on it. Cora, please continue with the anime news. <laughs> All right. Um, in the anime news, we have another um, horror-based anime coming out in October. This one goes by the name of Jujutsu Kaisen. It's based off of the manga by Gege Akutami. I really hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, <laughs> they released the trailer for the anime to, um, it was Wednesday, I believe. And it looks like everything I want in a horror series. Why is there a hand with a mouth on it? That I don't know, and we'll have to watch to find out. But to give a synopsis of the manga itself, Viz Media does have this, or I'm sorry, Manga Plus has this published by Viz. For some strange reason, Yuji Itadori, the main character, despite his insane athleticism, would rather just hang out with the occult club. However, he soon finds out that the occult is... The is as real as it gets when he follows or when his fellow club members are attacked. Meanwhile, the mysterious Megumi Fujiguro is tracking down a special grade cursed object, and his search leads him to Itadori. So, which yeah. the cursed object looks like a really weird finger with faces on it, so there's that as well. Cool, awesome. It honestly looks really interesting i'll have to send you the trailer jason to link in the description as well because okay. i highly recommend it the, the just the trailer is pretty is pretty good it's not like over the top like parasites but it's good oh boy yeah and uh, on that i've been watching parasite this week <laughs> and um it's got a lot of eyes and mouths on on hand it just yeah no good I'm waiting for this to go totally tragic, but I'll, I'll get more into that later. So there is, uh, you got one more for anime. Go ahead and knock it out. We'll get, we'll move on to some television news. All right. Um, this one is not technically anime, though it is based off of one, kind of. If you were a girl in the late 90s, early 2000s that loved shoujo manga, I'm sure all of you remember <laughs> the anthology Shoujo Beats. Now... 
I collected Shonen Jump instead, but I did secretly really want Shoujo Beat. And it was all because I really liked the manga Absolute Boyfriend. I was too embarrassed to actually read it because it is like the epitome of like romance drama and like for kids version of a romance novel you could ever have and i was embarrassed but i wanted to read it well in 2014 there was a k-drama that was made for it of course there was they aged up the characters to be more like adults which made that a lot easier to handle and it it was okay it wasn't too bad I didn't watch much of it because I don't like crying. And we all know K-dramas make you cry. But I kind of missed my chance on actually catching up on the series. Hulu is coming in clutch for me on June 8th when they will release the streaming for the Absolute Boyfriend K-drama. Oh boy. I'm excited, but also very ashamed of myself. (laughs) Um, in the Korean version of Absolute Boyfriend, the lead, Kim Ha Nil, is not a teenager, but nearly a 30-year-old woman who is a stylist at a beauty salon. She is betrayed by her first love, who becomes a successful movie star overnight. Feeling betrayed, she resorts to ordering a robot to be her ideal boyfriend, which ends up being her true love. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And that's exactly why I was embarrassed to read it. Oh, okie dokie. What? (laughs) I mean, I mean, hey, hey, I watched Grey's Anatomy, so like, can't judge too much. I think it's in the same ballpark. It It really is, though. (laughs) Yeah. That's, all right. For any and for anyone curious of the creator, it is the same creator of Fushigi Yugi, so... If you like that romance drama, get this. Okay, yeah, we're gonna please move on. We I've embarrassed myself enough. Come on, what, who's got the next story? Jason, Ricardo, no, Cass, who's I next? Got, uh, I got a I got TV one. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so as we all know, John Krasinski came out with something called Some Good News, and it was a YouTube uh, show that he started doing. He did eight episodes. He gave us some good news, and the entire thing was just good news from around the world, uh, just to you know put some good back into the world, including uh, getting the cast of Hamilton together, getting that excuse me, getting a reunion of the cast of The Office. Uh, oh, excuse me, sorry, I've been drinking Topo Chico, um, and apparently there was a massive bidding war to get this on TV, um, and the winner of this bidding war was. Uh, Viacom CBS. So sometime over the summer, this will will turn into a show for their CBS All Access. Uh, Krasinski will not continue to do to continue host the show, but he'll he will uh, executive produce it and will be on air in some sort of capacity. But he won't host it anymore. Um, he wasn't so sure about you know putting it more out there but um they want to develop it more they, and the entire show will be what it is it's just going to be good news no death no murder no destruction no nothing it, it's just going to be good news and that's something we really desperately need is just to hear good news from what's going on around us um uh, during its run on youtube uh john krasinski did uh self-finance and self-produce uh each episode and um yeah uh it's gonna be like i said on the uh, cbs all access sometime over this summer they haven't um selected a new host for it yet and the his youtube channel subscribed up to two two 2.56 million subscribers and had uh his episodes had up to 17 million views in just two months which is, I think, bonkers. This so, makes me so yeah. angry. What have I been doing with my life for seven <laughs> years? <laughs> you but said he's not going to host anymore? He's not going to host it. They're going to get someone else to do it, but he will executive produce it. And he'll be on air in some sort of capacity, but not as the host. 
That kind of sucks. I mean, uh, well, it depends who they get. Or maybe it they does, can, like... But, like, he... I don't know. He created this thing. He had his kids do the sign. Like, everything about this show is so John Krasinski that it kind of sucks that it's changing. Yeah. It felt so, I don't know, homegrown. It, was... it kind of sucks that that's changing. Yeah. But... You know, it is what it is. Uh, but you know what? We're going to get a news channel or a news segment that's going to be good news. And yeah, if, if it gets out there, I mean, it's really hard to get any bigger than YouTube, kind of. Now you have to pay for CBS All Access, all this kind of stuff. But, um, you know, it is what it is. But you know what? Good for him. He was able to do this for eight weeks. Uh, he was able to reunite the cast of The Office. He was able to reunite the cast of Hamilton. He was able to just provide some sort of comfort and relief for all these people for eight weeks. So good on. Thank you. All right. I think we got a little bit of television news left. Uh, I think the last one's going to have a little bit of a discussion along with it. So um, what I do have is just something very simple and something I love. Speaking of something good, I love Muppets. I love oh, Muppets. Yeah. And uh, it was announced uh, during D23 that we will be getting a new Muppet show. It was uh, um, it was going to be called Muppets Now, coming to Disney Plus. We do have a date on that. It is thirty first of July. We will be getting new Ooh. Muppet episodes. Uh, there'll be an initial six episode series, and uh, Disney has described it as overflowing with spontaneous lunacy, surprising guest stars, and more frogs, pigs, and bears, and whatever's <laughs> been legally allowed. So. I love the old school Muppet show with all of its celebrity guests and everything. And I know there's been attempts to kind of capture that magic, usually not as successfully as the original show, but I want this to be a success and it's Disney. They got the money to drag in the really big stars. So bring it on, bring me some Muppets. I love Muppets 31st July. This is why Disney plus is worth it. I guess give me more of this. Uh, oh, wait. Um, uh, I had another story, but it's not important. Uh, Cass, got some WB television news. Okay, okay, okay. So we've talked a little bit about Batman in our time tonight. And uh, how do I put this? The CW <laughs> uh, can't have Batman. So uh, they have Batwoman. Uh, it's been played by Ruby Rose for a season, got renewed in uh, January, I believe. But they announced earlier this week that Ruby Rose will not be returning as Batwoman next season. There's a lot of speculation right off the bat about why uh, there, uh, she's talked a lot about her mental health issues in the past and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. So details are still coming out and we're coming out as late as this afternoon. So I'm sure by the time this, uh, people are watching this on Friday, I'm sure there'll be more information. But so far what we know is that it was due to working hours. Um, a source close to her that's fairly reputable told Variety that this actually doesn't have anything to do with her back surgeries. Last year, uh, she injured herself in the role. She had two herniated discs, but this is not about that. This is more about the working hours and uh, her mental health. They compared it to a breakup. This was apparently not all Ruby Rose's decision. So she will not be returning to the role. They have already announced that they are looking for a new actress. They're going to recast the role. And they said not to worry that they will be sure to cast a, an actress in the LGBTQ uh, community. So this is a little bit sad. Ruby Rose was a very good, I think, fit for this part. I am absolutely not surprised that an actress that has been doing movies and uh, kind of a modeling career for the last six or seven years, I'm not surprised that she found the TV hours to be not great. She also apparently didn't like living in Vancouver, which for that I say, okay, you knew that you were going to have to live in Vancouver when you signed up for the role. Um, 
but they are going to recast. Uh, this also does not seem to be due to the CW kind of halfway casting their Bruce Wayne for this universe. Um, they did cast somebody. I don't remember his name off the top of my head, uh, but they cast somebody whose face is Bruce Wayne's. They have not cast Bruce Wayne. They cast uh, Hush. Yeah, right. It's Hush. It's so, not Batman. Um, so, um, uh, so. I mean, I thought Batman was okay. But I, I honestly haven't watched any of it. I always just felt she was a little too big for this role. I was very surprised when she got cast because I, I thought the same thing. Yeah. And honestly, I I have issues with how she portrayed Miss Kane, but hey, also have issues with the show of how they just get Batman out of the picture with he's just not here. No, that's ugh. anyway, I get over that though. Um It's the same problem Titans has. You can't build a show around the absence of a character. Right. And I, I hate that, but yeah, and I have seen reports that, yeah, it was kind of a bit of a breakup and not altogether her decision. So, yeah. Um, I hope I hope they do cast somebody that's good for the show, but, you know, this could be a killer for this show, too. It could. Um, uh, one actress that has officially thrown their hat into the ring is Brooklyn Nine-Nine Stephanie Beatriz. Yes. Yeah. I would lose my mind. Um, in order for that to happen, Rosa would have to leave oh. the 99 and Stephanie would have to no longer be on that show, which would be heartbreaking. Um, and that's, Brooklyn that's- 99 does not seem to be coming to a stop anytime soon. I think they were already renewed for one, if not two more, I think maybe two more seasons. But so she wants it, huh? Hmm. She, uh, in response to the news, she said she was reading up every Batwoman thing she could find. So Whoa, that's like that's a hard one. She's so perfect, though. That's a hard one. I would love her so much, but yeah, uh, would, the either wrote, either Stephanie would have to leave Brooklyn Nine Nine or Brooklyn Nine Nine would have to stop. So. Hmm. Uh, we'll so, real quick, Bruce Bruce Wayne is played by uh, Warren Christie. Of Hopefully, Alphas. he's gotten better at acting in the last eight years because he was on Alphas and he was not good. <laughs> like he just wasn't any good. And Alphas had several very good actors and several absolutely terrible actors. So, wish some luck for whoever they cast. And yes, there is a perfect choice out there but it would result in a horrible decision so good luck they're gonna have to completely rework that show are they i don't know if they're just gonna have somebody step in they should just step just, in just just have not address it at all through we gotta pull a cheetle flash here. run through and say it was something with the speed force and it will just fix everything you know what? That is how they've uh, fixed all their problems so far. So that's okay. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. CW loves the Speed Force, and then they can do their tie-in no, stuff. No, and, th- and that's hey. not it because I actually watched Justice League, the the last um, DC animated movie in this universe, because it's reboot time over there too. And oh, is it really? Did they do that too? They are rebooting the, the animated universe. Are they going with Rebirth or? Because they've been more or less New 52 for the last I, like decade. I can't say I'm a big fan of the new animation style, but um, the Justice League movie, I did like it. I'll give you that. Okay. Um, I have problems with the ending. I mean, they they went... Uh, whatever. I, I, I probably should do a full review of that movie on the channel and just... You should. <clears throat> um, overall, I, I liked it, so yeah. Um, but moving on, uh, do have a little bit of video game news to close out the show. So apparently all of us being stuck inside has really driven video game sales to record breaking levels. Um, shock. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, we, we saw that switches sold out everywhere. We couldn't get them, um, but consumer spending on video games, this is from Bloomberg, Jumped to 10.9 billion in the first quarter. 
Research How much? Okay. NPD group uh, did the report on this. That's a 9% increase from the year earlier. Yeah, jumped to 10 point in the first quarter. We spent $10.9 billion on video games. Um, top titles included things like Animal Crossing, Call of Duty. These are people who don't know anything about video games. Doom Eternal, Fortnite, which Fortnite's a free game, but hey, you know. You know, those people that play Doom Eternal, those people that don't know anything about video games, right, Jason? Yeah. Let's not gatekeep video games, anyway, please. Uh, oh, stop. Stop, finger. Stop. Down. Um, uh, game hardware sales went up 2%, 70, $773 million. And accessory sales, $503 million. Wow. Uh, all the video game companies are doing really well across the board. Activision Blizzard... Up 23% this year. Electronic Arts, 8.9. Take-Two Interactive, 7.4. The video game companies are making money hand over fist. And uh, yeah, so I know I bought a couple of games and I didn't realize that this this is what we were reduced to. So all the people working from home, I'm telling you right now, they're playing video games, okay? I'm just letting you know. We're pausing and then doing our meetings, so... No, I, I, I have had several friends tell me, yeah, they just they sit there playing video games and they just move the mouse to make it seem like they're working. I mean, works. What, what do you want? So, yeah, we are... Spending... Must be nice. I am anxious, though. That was for this previous quarter. I want to see what it is in the one that's not done yet. I'm... Oh, boy. With all this money that we're spending right now on video games, imagine when the X, the new Xbox and the PS5 come out. I mean, we're like, probably still be stuck inside. Why not? So yeah, it's gonna be even more. Hmm. Do you think so? The the money is flowing, and everybody everybody in the video game world is making money. And anybody out of work, go for, we'll work for a video game company and doing something. Buy some stock in Nintendo and eight uh, Electronic Arts and Blizzard and all this other stuff. All right, Cash, you got the last story of the night, and it is on a favorite subject of mine. Speaking of a video game that you're about to spend your money on, uh, <laughs> the news of The Last of Us 2 has been coming out fairly steadily, which is uh, not abnormal for a game that's about to come out. Uh, they made an announcement a couple of days ago that you are not going to be able to fully upgrade Ellie on a single playthrough. Uh, they said that this was to make a noticeable and tangible impact of your decisions. Your decisions will have consequences. So you're not going to be able to build up Ellie in all the different ways. You are going to have very distinct builds of Ellie. So if you uh, increase uh, kind of the same thing with DD, if you increase strength, dexterity is not going to go up, stuff like that. Uh, but not only player upgrades, but your weapon upgrades, you will not be able to do all of them uh, throughout a single playthrough. I am slightly curious if you're going to be able to do kind of like God of War with the game plus uh, games have started doing that more and more. Uh, if not, then it's going to be a little bit difficult on those that like to platinum, uh, those that like to 100%, because uh, we're going to be slightly frustrated that we can't upgrade her all the way. But I absolutely support this decision for a game of this type. This is a survival game. This is supposed to be a rough, grindy, just absolutely balls to the wall game. And so this decision seems absolutely in line with everything else that we know about The Last of Us and the way The Last of Us 1 was played. I mean, I want replayability in a game I buy. And how many times have I played through The Last of Us? A couple. <laughs> it's just, it's going to enhance that in so many ways. You could have completely different versions of the game that you play. I know I love to enhance sneakability over strength, but maybe I'll try one where I just brute force through the game. It'd be so interesting. I mean, we all have games. Like, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Origins. I want all my weapons gold. I need to be level 40. I need people to run in fear for here I come. When I played Fallout 4, I, I was I don't even know what level I was in that game. My wife referred to me as Wasteland Jesus. 
Because <laughs> like, there was one day I'm playing and like a death claw jumps out and she's like, oh, there's a de-. and it was like five feet away and I'm just like, bam, 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 and it's dead. I'm like, oh yeah, I upgraded my rifles all the way. So I need to be Uber on my sec my second run through of any game. I'm ready to be Uber. Okay. They get after after some of the enemies have given you so much crap. It's a joy to go back and kill them with one or two hits. Okay. Dude, seriously, I can't even describe my delight the first time that a clicker came up to me and I just stabbed it in the face. <laughs> like, Click that mother. <laughs> just come at me. Time, you you're in fear of them. That 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 exactly. And you got. You think you, I ain't high. You think I. You think I'm stuck in this abandoned mall with you? You're stuck in here with me. <laughs> it is. It, yeah, second playthroughs of games are our revenge, if anything. So bring Absolutely. it on. I'm sorry, you were going to say something, Cor? Sorry. Oh, um, I was going to say in that same vein with MMOs, it's like, it's not the same because you don't have a second playthrough. I mean, you do, but it's not that level. Yeah. But going to the starting areas once you hit max level and finding the like random monster that always killed you constantly and you can just one shot it and watch its corpse like disappear and you're just like yes who's the god now <laughs> so bring it on if, if that just means i'm gonna be playing more of last of us 2 then okay well darn to be an amazing game I'm I'm so anxious and just ready with the new trailer and everything. Just uh anyway, what's our release date for last of us? This month, right? Next month. Ooh, June. Hold on. That I did not look up. I had it for last show, but I'm you'll know because y'all ain't gonna hear much from me that day. So anyway. May 29th. May 29th. Okay. Is that accurate? That's, that's next on. week. Is that right? Is that right? June, June 19th, June 19th. June 19th, okay. Okay, I was like, <laughs> no. So we do have one June 19th. Um, I know people out there. I'm going to, uh, of course, put this on uh, our social media pages and everything because I want y'all to have a chance to win. This is for watching SCNS Live, but we're doing a little giveaway, just a little something, something. And I thought it would be, let me move that game picture that I put up there. A nice figure of the man, Stan Lee. They released him in a six-inch scale action figure. Uh, you'll get this lovely box, and it, it is pristine, straight from Hasbro Pulse, Excelsior, nice and shiny. He's got a shield and a little chessboard, and just, it looks great. So, yeah, if you want to win a Stan Lee figure, follow us on the social media platforms. That's Facebook.com slash Live. On Instagram and Twitter at SCNS Live and find out how you can win this. It'll be shipped out to you. You know, economy shipping. No, I'll ship it out fast. So, anyway, you want to win a Stanley because I think everybody should have this figure on their shelf. If you love comic books, it's an honor of the man. I've got one already, but I got an extra and I want to uh, send this out to somebody that loves our show, loves the comics. So, yeah, get your Stanley figure. Details coming uh, probably tomorrow morning on how you can win. And I'm not going to. It's going to be simple. You, if you subscribe, if you watch, you're going to get the figure. So, ain't going to make you do a bunch of crap or answer some trivia questions. You're going to get it. So, you have to write us an essay. No, absolutely. Okay. Not. On why you deserve the figure. No, I I want a full history essay, not five paragraph. I need five pages on the history of Marvel Comics and their impact on society. Well, I don't know what that voice was, but I'm sorry. Yeah, that was. <laughs> it was every girl that was mean to me in high school. That there it is. There it is. So anyway, guys, that is our show. Of course, follow us on those socials. You can figure out how you're going to win that figure. But if you want to follow us individually, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jason the X. Rick, you can find me on Instagram under Nerdy Rick eighty nine. I'm doing the three hundred sixty six day challenge. Today was day one forty one. Uh, also, shout out to my friend Roz. Uh, together, we are actually doing a cosplay for next year. Uh, she will be Marco from Lost Boys, and I will be Dwayne from Lost Boys. That's why I'm growing my hair out and working out so I can get in that uh, Lost Boys vampire bod. All right, Cass, where you at? You can find me on Instagram at the good cast or the bad cast, depending on what quality of content you enjoy. 
Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at The Good Cast, currently complaining about how hard Hollow Knight is. Uh, you can find Kat and I at uh, Doa Drawings, where we make really just absolutely the worst cartoons about things Overwatch League casters say. And Cora, we're going to find you. All right, um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at CoroDonoArt. I sometimes post artwork on Instagram. I kind of forget to do that. And on Twitter, it's mostly for some artwork, but mostly Suikoden-related retweets. So if you're into that, please talk to me. I need friends. Suikoden! But you can also find me on chaotic underscore noodle on Twitter if you want to see my hot takes on Final Fantasy XIV and all of my fun screenshots. Oh, also on Twitter, sometimes I post about my baking adventures. Hey. Oh, I'm also retweeting or uh, live tweeting my way through Avatar. Yeah, buddy. All right, guys. Well, that is our show. We'll be back next week. Uh, we are going to be filming alternate heads this, this weekend. And I have a large number of toy reviews to get through. So uh, content for that will be coming next week. Anyway, that is our show. Thank you guys out there for joining us in the Super Cool Nerd Nation. We'll see you around. And as we always say around here, Keep, Keep on, on nerd. 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 or nothing. Remember to eat your brownie batter. It's delicious. Mm. That is our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the live video version of this, you can find it at YouTube and Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much for watching. Have an amazing week.